Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. Jared here, joined by Dean. We have a very special co-host this particular episode you know her from bachelor she was on season 24 also on bachelor in paradise last year it is alea benavidez alea first of all your last name is awesome secondly how are you <laughs> thank you i'm doing good been busy but doing good i've got to say jared um in all the guest co-hosts we've had on this podcast no one has ever joined with as much energy as alea has this time <laughs> i've had a lot of coffee this morning i'm here for it i love it um Alea, remind me. So you were on, was it Peter's season? Yeah, I was on Peter's season. And then you did Paradise. Kind but of. Most, but most importantly, you did um, pageants, if I remember correctly. Right? I did, yes. Yes. And so I remember when we were, when Kayla and I were watching Peter's season, you were the one that we talked about most because you guys have the pageant connection, you know? Yep. Yeah. And I think I had met Kaylin actually like the year before, at, before she even went on Bachelor um, at like, a modeling thing and i knew her because she was miss north carolina so it's kind of weird how the whole thing came full circle it is funny i feel like a lot of you guys uh know each other before going on the show for whatever reason and then yeah yeah, and then there's the rest from there there's always a lot of pageants but uh what's going on with you what's been new since last time we saw you on tv oh before you answer that and i'm just getting way way ahead of myself are you on the new season of paradise not no i did not do paradise this summer is that was that a like a a a a choice or yours kind of like yeah yeah i didn't really okay so and that's the weird thing is i technically didn't even really go on last season either i was there and then i did the little like shindig party thing that they had the little mixer and then pretty much they oh, told yeah. me I was gonna be the last person on the beach and i was like no i'm good they so left after the party that's shocking because i feel like you were a pretty big uh for lack of a better word character on your season with peter right <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, I mean, if I'm being honest, I think it's just because the pandemic hit. And so all of Peter's mm. girls were old news because Matt's girls came in. And so they just kind of, we just got 
Uh, yeah, I always forget that there was no paradise in 2020. Yeah. That's crazy. It's yeah, weird. time flies. Holy shit. I forgot about paradise. that mixer thing, too. That was weird. Yeah, and that's like my only cameo from paradise. So when people are like, oh, you were on paradise. I'm like, not technically. No, I never made mm. it to the beach. I'm trying to remember the so you mixer. never so you just made it to Vedanta. I remember the mixer. Yeah, I got to the hotel and I got like one little mixer party and that was it. How long did they have you in the Vedanta for? Oh my god, like two, three weeks. That's crazy. What? so long. And that's well, why when they were like, oh, it's like gonna COVID. be another like week. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm gonna leave. No. I uh oh god. My first or no, my second time going down there. They had me in there for like a week. And at the end of the week, I was like, goodness gracious, get me the heck out of here. I can't imagine two, oh, two or three weeks. That's got to be crazy. But I was um, I'm sure it's cool for like a day. It's yeah. cool for like a couple of days to be like, oh, man, I get to be in a hotel room. I get to relax. I can do whatever I, I want. I'm not distracted by my phone. But then after that, you're like, OK, I'm losing my goddamn mind. I got to get the hell out of here. I was going so crazy. And actually, it's funny because one of the girls from my season was on the balcony, like directly across the resort oh, from no. me. And so we could see each other. So we would try to do like charades across. Signals. <laughs> That's we were pretty so funny. Bored. It's such a funny catch 22 too, because they lock you in the room for however long you're waiting for. Um, and they say like, go crazy with room service and do whatever you want to do. And in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, I just want to drink a bunch of booze and order as much pasta as I possibly can. But then the other side of your, the angel on your shoulder is like, no, you're about to like go on TV. You should not eat 4,000 calories a day yeah. and get drunk by yourself in your You're going to be in a swimsuit every day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's part of the problem. What'd you guys do in the room when you were bored? Like for, I'll give you an example. So when I'm bored and I have like no phone, there's nothing I can do. I legitimately will have like two hour conversations with myself in my own head. And it'll be like a full on movie review. And I'll, <laughs> I'll make arguments of like why, you know, uh halloween four is superior to the second halloween and like i'll it's i'm a psycho but i'm curious am, am i alone on that is yep. this is, yeah yep, yeah okay I good to know to nobody like you guys Very don't have like alone. conversations in your head like yeah full, yes you know? but not like two-hour movie reviews like i'll have like well that's my thing yeah <laughs> i'll have like uh well especially in that situation i'm like okay if this happens like trying to just prepare yourself for all possible like okay what's the worst possible outcome here or what's the best but no i read so i'm a big reader i had my kindle and that's like the only piece of technology i was allowed because it doesn't have internet access Hmm. um, or like web browsing access and i read i got through like seven books the first week i was there which is pretty cool because like how often are you going to be able to get to do that again right that's what i said i'm like i just got paid so much money to sit around and read and read yeah that's it i i brought one book uh and then i got bored of it like a quarter of the way through so i just played my nintendo switch that i brought the entire time they let you bring a switch (laughs) yeah they did i had a i had to fight hard for it too though they were like, uh-huh. oh, well, you can probably get on the internet on this thing. And I was like, dude, I don't even know. I don't even know how to get on the internet on this thing. Like, I kind of did, but I was like, definitely like overplaying the fact that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and then eventually they were like, I like, well, I was making such a fuss out of it. And eventually they were like, yeah, just take it with you. Well, and we're so bored. So And then bored. at the resort in Mexico, everything's in Spanish. So yeah, it's exactly. not even like you can watch TV. Yeah, you're like watching ESPN and it's in Spanish. And it's like <laughs> of like Mexican soccer teams. And you're like, I don't know any of these teams yeah. or what they're saying. Um, I also snuck a phone in the second time. And well, I was about uh, to say, I know people who's who've snuck. So they'll bring two phones. They'll hand one in yeah. and then they'll keep the other one. 
That's exactly That's what crazy. I did. I like just got a new phone and I gave them, I gave them my new one and kept my old one. And then like the second day, uh, one of the producers came and I was like, man, I got to tell you something. And they're like, what? And I was like, oh, I feel so bad about it. I snuck a phone in and I just, I can't have it on my conscience. And so I gave it back to them. So I gave them two phones. They were pretty like, pretty annoyed at me. Yeah, that, I bet. But, <laughs> um, but okay. So Alea, you said you're on your lunch break. What are you on your lunch break from? Um, so I'm an orthodontic assistant. So I work oh, nice. in the dental industry. I've done it for four and a half years now. And luckily my boss is really cool. So I was just like, Hey, I got a podcast. I got to I'll be right back. Oh, heck yeah. We should have him on too, the, the boss. Oh my gosh. He would have loved that. <laughs> He's always like, do they need my advice? I'm like, yes, doc. They definitely need your. We need everybody's advice. We give advice and then we're like, ah, that probably sounded pretty stupid. I don't yeah. know. Oh my gosh. So when I told my coworkers I was doing this podcast, they're like, well, what's the podcast? I'm like, help. I suck at dating. They're like, oh, you'll be really good at that. <laughs> oh no. Thanks. Well, so that, be- oh, that beckons the question then how, true. how has dating for you been since, um, since appearing on the show? You know what? It's, it's great. I love <laughs> dating. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> no, dating is brutal, man. Like I forgot how brutal it is. And it only gets worse. Like I feel like after bachelor because, okay, for a perfect example, here's this. I went on a date not too long ago and the guy was like, I saw you're like verified on Instagram. I was like, Oh, weird. Yeah. And he's like, so I told my friends I was going on a date with you. And his girlfriend was like, Benavides. And he's like, why didn't you tell me you were on The Bachelor? And I'm like, oh, this is why. You're like, I would have gotten um, there eventually. Well, and I, know, I wanted to be weird. the one to like work it into the conversation yeah. slowly. But he was like, yeah, no, she was showing me all these clips from your season. I'm like, awesome. awesome. Yeah, you can't bring it up too early because you don't want people to think you're conceited. Be like, by the way, there's something you right. should know. You're like Ron Burgundy. You're like, well, I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Well, and it's not a secret that I didn't get the best, like, glowing edit on my season either. So I'm like, let, you can meet me first. Let's hang out a couple times. And, like, then you can watch whatever you want and form your own opinion. But, like. What, what was that like? Because it did seem a little unfair to me, the um, edit you had gotten. I mean, it was frustrating for sure. Because anybody that knows me watched it and they were like, oh, yeah, no, like, I, I understand that's you. But the way they're, like, betraying it isn't accurate yeah so but to anybody who doesn't know me like i've watched it back since you know the trauma subsided and i'm like yeah. oh no i can see how people would like misperceive me for well, sure even i remember when we were watching it, even kaylin was like i don't know her that well but i know that she's like getting the short end of the stick with all this stuff it's and it definitely did seem that way too like yeah it was frustrating because i just felt like i couldn't win yeah and they were making like a mountain out of the out of a molehill too. They just like were it was it. I remember watching that and I was like, this. I remember. I know. I actually, I'll tell you the truth. I remember watching it and I was like, wow, Kaylin. I don't know if I like Alea all that much. And then Kaylin was the <laughs> Kaylin was the one that convinced me otherwise. And then I started to see it and I was like, okay, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So and it that's really, what I'm saying. Like, it really I does mess with it. you. I could see it watching it back. I'm like, no, I could see how people think I'm being like really obnoxious. But anybody that knows me knows I'm just really high energy. I'm really like. I mean, I'm always just happy and like, hell yeah, let's make yeah. the most of the situation. And mind you, you know, you're so bored that when you get these little moments of like a date or the leads in the room, like you're hyped. You're like, yeah. hell yes. I'm yeah, just sleeping for three days. Divert all uh, attention to whatever's going on because yes, you just are so. needing something. It um, sucked a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you you handle it gracefully. Obviously, you're able to laugh at it now, which is super important. Um but I, that's, that's super frustrating. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm trying to go back and remember some of the drama that was going on in the house. I think it was with one of the Victorias, right? Yeah, it was. Um, the initial drama was one of the other pageant girls, Victoria P and the whole, like, I told her to lie, which I didn't, but it was like this whole miscommunication so right. that kind of started it. And then. Oh, oh I, it's all coming back to me now. Okay, I was putting okay. on for the cameras and I don't, I'm not trying to make you relive any trauma or anything. Oh, I'm just trying to... It's three years removed. I've gone to therapy. We're good at this. Point. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> was it, was it pretty taxing to see the way that people reacted to it? First? Yeah. Cause I feel yeah. like I had never experienced that kind. I mean, pageants are one thing and you deal with like the scrutiny, but you don't deal with like direct hate. So dealing with like the online bullying and the online hate immediately after I was like, oh, this is brutal. Like yeah, it took people, me a few months to finally like be able to brush it off. And now I'm people just, coming like to your Instagram page and talking crap. Yeah. Ridiculous. It was so crazy. And then half the time, like, you know, somebody would DM me something really nasty and I would respond like something nice. And then all of a sudden they changed their whole tune. Like all of a sudden they're my biggest yeah. fan and they loved my season. I'm like, you just called me a fake ass bitch two yeah. seconds ago. Like what just happened? It's, I think they, people tend to disassociate uh, the person they're messaging with actually being a real person. And then once they yeah. do it, and then like you so said, too. once you reply, they're like, oh wait. Cause like they no one would ever, I'm sure no one ever came to you in the street and they're like, I didn't like you on Peter's season. You know? Never. It's always the DMs. Yeah. I people remember- come up to me and told me that. Really? Well, they probably, they probably probably veiled it by saying like, I'm so glad you finally wisened up and got together with Ashley. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but there'll be people that come up. It's crazy. And they're like, um, they'll be so excited to meet Ashley. Totally understandable. But then they'll come up to me and they're like, oh, you were so stupid. Like, I didn't (laughs) like you before. Now I love you. And I'm like, all right, well. It has to be the backhanded. My wife doesn't like you anymore after saying that. So I hope you're okay with that. That's what I really want to say. Or your baby. I, there was there was one instance in um, I think I was in Canada and Toronto or something like that, and it was right after the first Paradise that I was on got done airing, and it, this was peak uh, peak online hate for me. And someone came up to peak me F at a boy bar. Dean. Peak F boy Dean. It was peak F boy Dean without question. Uh, someone came up to me at a bar and they were like, um, they were they were like, you're such a piece of crap for doing what you did to Christina. Uh, you're such a bad person. Blah blah blah. And then they got to, they were like laying into me for like a good two minutes. And then they were like, can I get a picture? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> this is the only time I've ever said you can, I'm not going to take a picture with you because yeah. it, it was one of the most outrageous things. She was like, she was being so mean to me. And then she asked I'm going to talk said, mad to your face, but also I want a selfie. Yeah, it was a little, and I said, no. And I never, yeah, felt, you know, I walked away with my chest held high <laughs> and my shoulders strutting about. And I said, you're never going to get a picture with me doll. Because you know that everything she just said to your face with the picture she just posted, that would be her caption. Be like, yeah. I met Dean, the F boy Dean. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, that. I could care less about the caption, but you know what I mean. Um, has that affected you at all in terms of dating Alea? I know you said that uh, people will maybe know that you've been on the show, but has it, if, like, has the edit that you got been like an encumbrance at all? Not really, thankfully, because um, I feel like, again, once people get to know me and they've talked to me, they're like, oh, you're actually really down to earth. Like, I thought you were going to be super conceited. And I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so it hasn't thankfully been an issue or if it has, like if somebody stood me and that was the reason why I don't know. And also, listen, if you're if if being Miss Texas doesn't make you conceited, going on a reality dating show is not going to make you conceited. <laughs> like, I would say <laughs> Miss Texas right here. That. 
Is Miss Texas like, is way up here and then reality dating is way down here. <laughs> they just see that I did both and they're like, oh, red flag. Red yeah. flag. I'm like, oh. awesome. I mean, I can see that. Kaylin did both, I guess, and she's got red flags all over. <laughs> so have, have there been any promising uh, men in your life post-show? No. <laughs> Has no, there been hasn't. no? What nope. was, yeah, because you obviously, like you said, you, you went on the show mm-hmm. and then the pandemic hit and then you went on Paradise. So what was that like? Did you date it all during the pandemic? Um, no, not really. Well, I guess kind of, I met, I didn't meet, I don't know how to even explain that. I had a friend that I had known for a while. And so during like quarantine and the pandemic, we had this group that would hang out. And so he and I started hanging out and then that kind of led to like a short-term relationship. We dated for like a few months, um, like six, seven months, something like that. Um, but it just didn't work out. We just, it was long distance. Our communication wasn't ever on, on, uh, in line with each other. And we're still friends, so it didn't mess anything up, but that's really the only like kind of, well, that's good. That didn't mess anything up. I feel like anytime you're friends with somebody and then you cross that line, it's hard going back. It you is. know, it's like you, you either move forward as in a relationship or you can't be friends anymore. Yeah. Well, and it's different now. Like I wouldn't feel as comfortable just hanging out with him one-on-one anymore. Cause we dated, or at least like if he was dating somebody or I was dating somebody, I'm like, all right, now we have this weird, like we dated, but like we're still pretty chill pretty chill that's good i I don't know if i've ever had that in my life had what i've had like like a friend that i have a friend didn't you just go to your ex-girlfriend's um wedding ex-girlfriend's wedding in like san francisco or something wasn't that your ex-girlfriend or was she no that was years no no that was ashley's one of ashley's close friends Uh, uh briar ex-girlfriend no that'd be pretty interesting though. It, i would love to be your... invited to an ex-girlfriend's wedding was was the girl that uh nominated you for the show was that an ex-girlfriend or that was just a friend oh no she's like my sister oh oh yeah no she's like a family member so no no romance there no no romance there i'm trying to think of a friend that i've you know been friends with and then we hooked up and then we were like oh this isn't working we're gonna go back to being friends i've i we've i've had friends other than ashley who you know, you do start dating a little bit and then it just gets messy. And then we're never the same again. And if we don't yeah. end up dating, which we obviously didn't because I'm happily married. So that's good that you guys can like go back and be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, is he dating someone? Um, Not right now. He was, but I mean, even then we just didn't talk as often and obviously we never hung out and it was, wasn't a big deal. All right. There we go go good i'm curious i'm curious the big question for me sorry i'm like just inserting drama into your life would be is if you start dating someone and then he started getting a little little jealous no i so i cash like the reason i didn't bring this one up is it was i dated somebody for like three months um it's like the most recent date dating person i've had and he was pretty fine with it too like i feel like neither of us got then- weird when the other person started dating again yeah what so how was the three-month relationship what happened there nope (laughs) that was um it was a lot it was just a lot it was what so that was when i finally decided like all right i'm gonna try to start dating again i got on hinge because people don't meet in real life anymore you have to do something uh and uh, it was just a lot it was three months and it was a lot really fast it was very dramatic well, then let's oh, ask God. you this um, for the listeners out there, because we have a lot of uh, hot 
single men listening to this podcast, <laughs> what, what, uh, what is it exactly that you're looking for in a prospective partner? Ooh. Um, so I've been saying lately, like what I'm really looking for is like effort and consistency. I realize those are probably the two most attractive things are somebody who's going to put in some effort, like actually want to go on dates. I feel like nowadays everybody just wants to like, Hey, let's have a movie night. Like come over and we'll order takeout. And I'm like, does nobody just want to go on a date anymore? So a little bit of effort and consistency, (laughs) like no ghosting. Like if you want to see me, I'm a pretty low maintenance person. I think surprisingly enough with the pageant background, like just call me before bed and I'm pretty cool. Let's go on a date once a week and call me before bed. And I'm pretty laid back. So but, you're a phone, you're a phone talker. You need the phone every day. You think? Um, yeah. I mean, I like it. It doesn't have to be for hours, but even just like a, Hey, how was your day? Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm passing out. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I think that was one of, uh, Kaylin's biggest adjustments with dating me is she, uh, she's a bit of a phone talker sometimes. And I despise phone calls. Really? I hate them. Are you a texter then? <laughs> I'm a I'm a decent texter. I'm even pretty bad at texting, to be honest. But oh, you're not that good of a texter. Get out of here. No, you're right. I'm not. I would say I skew more bad uh, than good, even when it comes to texting. And I don't know. I don't know exactly why that is. But even my sister this week, uh, she called me a couple times, and then she sent uh, our my siblings a text, and she goes, "Why does no one ever answer the phone?" And I was like, "Sky, I just I I have like um, agoraphobia when it comes to phone calls. I hate phone calls, and I'll tell you why. I actually." I was like kind of weirded out about why I hated phone calls so much. Even my best friends will call me um, and I, I flag or I screen every single phone call. And I figured out why. It's because um, during uh, immediately following the show the first time and probably the second time too, I would have friends who I hadn't talked to in uh, you know years, months, whatever it is. And they would call me and they would like FaceTime me and they would always be because they're like, hey, I'm with this person. And. Uh, they yeah. really wanted to say hi. And I just like grew this uh, diversion to answering phone calls because I always have this big fear where some a the phone, the, the, the phone calls gonna be meaningless as in like, unless there's like a point to call, like, give me directions or tell me what time you're going to be there. There is no like way to properly end a phone call. And so it could just it, theoretically it could just go on forever. And that terrifies me. And then B, there is also the one where it's like, yeah, maybe someone and it happened actually a couple of days ago, too, where someone's like, meet my friend. And I'm like, oh, I, God. I don't care about meeting your friend. Please don't ever call me again. Well, at least no. warn me, like text me and be like, hey, I'm with yeah. somebody. They want to meet you. Are you free? Like, exactly. Please do minutes? that. Please do that. that. And, even, and when my sister calls, I love her to death and I feel so bad screening her calls. But she's a talker and she can ramble and ramble and ramble <laughs> with, like with no you point. screen her calls. I just, I, I told, I, she would call me and I would text her separately and be like, Hey, can we just text instead? Because if you, you can get locked into like a two hour long conversation and I've got things to do during the day. I'm a busy guy. I'm a big phone person. Like I'm the type of person that if I'm driving home from work, I'm on the phone with somebody, like whether it's my mom or my best friend or like the person I'm dating, like I'm a terrible. Yeah. It's it's, (laughs) good for you. I just like to talk to people. But so Jared, are you, are you not a phone talker either? No, not at all. I'm completely in, in Dean's court. Like my phone rings and um, my heart stops for a second because I'm like, oh, God. And then especially here's the, the, the worst is when it's a number I don't recognize, but it's a 401 area code, which is Rhode Island. Mm. I'm like, oh, shit. So I should pick up because it might have something to do with Audrey's or somebody I need to talk yeah. to. But damn it. Like, oh, there'll yeah. be so many times where I pick up and then it's somebody like, oh, I'm, I went into you gave me your business card. I just wanted to call. And you know, I have this opportunity. I'm like, oh God, what did I just do? What did I just do? And uh, yeah, big regrets. So big texter. Um, All right, we're going to take a quick break though. 
Uh, but when we come back, we're going to get into dating headlines. We're going to talk to uh, Alea Moore, and we're going to get some emails. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. It is time for Jared's favorite segment. Um, and Ale, I got to be honest with you. This is actually my least favorite segment. It's uh, we don't we haven't been doing it quite as much lately, but it's where we just talk about um, like topical dating news. 
like like the Kardashians or oh, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Megan Fox and Travis Kelly, right? Or Machine Gun Kelly, whatever the heck his name is. That type of stuff. Jared loves it. Jared lives for it. Um, it's not really my cup of tea, but let's do our best and let's talk okay. about let's talk about some stuff. So we got some stuff here in our email. Um. I well, feel like I'm also going to suck at this because I don't keep up with any of that stuff at all. You know, that's exactly how I am, too. I I, I just don't really care enough to keep up with it, you know? Yeah. Um, But it looks like we've got some Bachelor stuff. Do you watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette, now that you have, like, you know, been part of the process? Nope, I don't. Did you watch it before? Um, I watched Caitlyn's season because Caitlyn and then obviously from there watched tana's and then was on it mm. so it's like i had kind of watched it a little bit i those were the two seasons i really dove into and watched pretty much religiously and then yeah. no i can't watch it after coming out on the other side i can't watch it anymore yeah well you want to you know how the sausage is made you know it's a little uh tricky yeah it's a there. little different well then i gotta ask let's let's derail this whole topical dating um uh segment for just a second can i ask how you got on the show and like the the steps and like, like who nominated you? Did you nominate yourself? Like what happened? My mom, oh, my nice. mom nominated me. I was with her when she did it. Um, honestly, we were like wine drunk and she was like, I'm just going to nominate you. I think it would be so cool. And you're such romantic. And so I was like, all right, they're not going to call me. And then sure enough, the next day they call me and she's like, the next oh, day, the next day, I got to call the next day. And we apply, like I, my mom nominated me, applied, whatever, like, that like late at night. So the fact that they called me the next morning, I was like, what the hell did you just do? Yeah. Um, and that's crazy, too, because imagine how many people are sitting there watching uh, and doing exactly that and they never hear back. And then you heard back literally within 12 hours. So crazy. Yeah. And that's what I was like shocked. So every step of the process, I was like, I don't think I'm actually going to make it. I'm just going to kind of. Yeah. We'll just see how far this goes. And then eventually you were filming with cameras in front of your face. And you're like, I still don't think this is going to happen. But... <laughs> I'm probably going home right now. <laughs> That's exactly how I was, too. I was like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I'm not going to tell anyone. Um, and then even like when we were the, when you're like in the hotel room waiting to go film for night one, I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to cut me like last second. Um, it was so just like, this is not happening. This it's nerve wracking. Not real. I'm well, wait, that's all. That's awesome. So uh, your mom nominated you. So she obviously wants you to find love. That's nice of her. Yes. Yeah. Are you, guys, you guys are super close. Yeah. My mom and I are really, really close. She. Um, yeah. I, so I'm the oldest. I have a younger brother and a younger sister and I'm the oldest. And of course, I always joke my little sister's 20 and just celebrated like her two year anniversary with her first boyfriend ever. Uh -huh. And then I'm the older. I'm like almost 27. And then I'm the one at family dinners where my grandma's like, Mahitha, I'm praying that you'll find a really nice man. And I'm like, oh, I'm at that age now. I'm officially oh, at that. No. I'm praying that you'll find a man age. Well, I wanted to get to this. Uh, I wanted to get to some of these dating headlines, but you know what? Let's just. Is there any that are really good? Let's not do it. It's a lot of Bachelor happened? Nation stuff. It's Bachelor Nations. Tyler Cameron is dating someone. Michelle Young and Nate broke up, I think. Uh, and then it's something about Bradley Cooper. And all this stuff is like, meh. Like, I. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily really like talking about breakups, especially when it comes to like bachelor people, just because I feel yeah. bad. Um, but they're there. And if Jared was here, I'm sure you'd want to talk about them. But let's uh, let's take a break from this. And then we're going to go on to the next segment, which is emails. Always a little bit more lighthearted and a little bit more fun anyway. So stick through the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 
At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash blackandunlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Help. I suck at dating. Jared is out uh, putting out fires on the Aubrey's front. So just me and Alea here. We're going to get to some emails real quick. We got two of them and I will read them out loud. And Alea, sometimes what we do is they'll ask for advice, they'll ask uh, some questions, whatever it might be, and we just do our best to help them answer it. So this one's one's from Lucy. She said, I met this guy at a bar on a random Saturday night. We walked, oh, talked the entire time. He was so funny and kind and seemed like he enjoyed talking to me. 
We exchanged numbers and talked for a week about everything. We got into sharing about our lives and family, and I went on to find out he was my boss's son of all people. What do I do? Wow, that's what a twist. That I was expecting him to like ghost her or like something like that. The boss's son, that's hard. That is hard. Okay, Um, so I guess my question would be how close are you with your boss? Because Well, I think what, what I like to do in situations like this is put myself into it. And I don't, I don't, I'm unemployed, so I don't have a boss. But it, <laughs> let, let's say you meet someone out at the bar and then you guys hit it off, everything's clicking. Oh, and then a week man. later you find out it's your boss's son. I, okay, so if it was me, I'd have to like really think like, okay, how long do I see myself at this job? If things go south, <sighs> like, because that would suck. Can you imagine if you started dating and then y'all break up for whatever reason? Like, you know, your boss is going to take his kid's side or her kid's side. Right. Like how invested I, are you in this job? Is this like your career? Or is this just a job? I, <laughs> I would also, say no, that's a no for me. Wait. Oh, so you would say don't date. I would say don't date. I would, oh. unless it's like this job is just a job and you don't really care. If, like if this is your career, no. Well, that's good because I disagree with you. I think you should okay. date him. Um, oh, <laughs> and the reason being is because your your boss's son is an adult and he can make his own decisions and those decisions shouldn't affect the way that I, I mean, sure, subconsciously, like, let's say you guys break up, maybe the boss would like, like, be a little uh, disappointed or whatever it might be and give you a little bit of unfair treatment, possibly. But at the end of the day, like, if your boss is gonna treat you any differently, because their son and you broke up, then that's probably not a boss you want to be working with anyways. You know that's what I mean? True. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So I say go for it. Um, I'm 50, and 50. I'm mostly that's, I think I might, I think I might've just flipped you right there. Uh, I think you did. I think you're like, <laughs> all right, maybe I, I think it's sticky, but it, yeah. yeah, it's a little sticky. It's a little, just be, just tread carefully. I would say don't get into a, into a relationship unless you're absolutely certain it's something that you want for sure. Right. Like you can, you kind of got to be a little bit more, um, uh, purposeful with that situation. It seems like definitely agree with that. So let, let me ask you then, if you met someone and it was your boss's son and you liked them, what would you do? Thankfully, my boss's sons are all like in high school, so I don't have to worry about that. But okay. 10 years from now. Ten, right. A different boss. <laughs> I think I would tell my boss like, OK, I have the weirdest story for you. I and see their reaction and then go from there. Do you have like, that type of do you have that type of relationship with your boss? I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. it would be weird as heck because his kids are in high school, but no, you but feel like, comfortable. I, my boss and I are super comfortable. One of my coworkers has tried hook me, hooking me up with her son a couple times. And I'm just like, eh. And you say no every time? Yeah. I'm just like, I really like you. This would be weird if things go south. Yeah. The coworker thing, it, it's very similar, but it is different. And especially when they're trying to set you up. Yeah. Because then, like, let's say you don't like them as much as they thought you would. And then they take it personally for some yeah, reason. Right. You know? Like, why don't you like my child? I made it myself. Yeah. I made it myself. This is 50% me right here. You don't like 50% of me. Um, yeah, that's true. I uh, I could agree with that. Don't Do you go on like a lot of blind dates? No, I had one friend try to set me up on a blind date. And at first I was like, sure. And then I chickened out and I said, never. I was never mind. Yeah, smart. Blind dates, you never know. I. It's interesting when, when you see uh, the people that other people think you would mesh with. I have you know? lots of questions. Yeah. And you're like, where did you get this idea from? Yeah. 
And what makes you think this would work? Because I went to Miss Texas like two weeks ago and the amount of women that were like, let me introduce you to my brother and their brother is like almost 50. I'm like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh well, yeah. Even when it comes to the things like Kaylin will buy me t-shirts every once in a while and she'll like bring it home and a great gesture, great thought. love that she's thinking about me. And I look at the t-shirt and I look at her and I'm like, what, what makes you think I would ever want to wear this t-shirt? It's kind of like, going, it's kind of like going on a blind date, you know, in like a weird clothes, way, yeah. but, but with clothes. Um, but she's, she hits it out of the park nine times out of 10, but there's every once in a while where it's the, one. the best t-shirt. Yeah. Hey Jared, welcome back. All right. Sorry about that. Hey, yep. Thank you. I uh, just got really busy out there and I needed to help uh, cook some food, you know, make some turkey, bacon, avocados and chicken salads, make sure they're Ooh. getting out there because people would not be happy if they had to wait. So thank you for that. Two uh, two things. One, I was listening the entire time because I still had my ear pods in. Uh, so I would have totally talked about hot topics. I could talk about <laughs> Kardashians all day long because my wife is obsessed and uh, I'm uh, interested from a distance. Uh, so like anytime I see things on Instagram or Twitter, like I definitely look up. There's a lot about the Kardashians, Alea, that I respect. I got to admit, they are a uh, business savvy family. Let me say that. Uh, and then, uh, you should totally date the boss's son, because here's the thing. That's a great opportunity for promotion right there. I mean, <laughs> if you're sitting around Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, and you guys Our are business. talking, you can finally mm. present the idea that you've always wanted to present to your boss oh for the God. past five years, but never had the balls to do it. Here we are. This is your opportunity. And they're not going to turn you down because you could be your future daughter-in-law. So now you got your in right there. You could potentially be the future president of this company if you date the boss's son. So Dana. even if you don't like the son, just do it for you know your career. Right. All all praise nepotism, man. Gotta love nepotism. <laughs> um, well, Jared, we got one more email. Do you want to help us uh, help us get through this last one? It's from Nick Vial. So. Yeah, our favorite, Aliyah. Uh, just to let you know anything that says anonymous. It's obviously Nick Vial. He's a big fan of the podcast. Um, it says, I'm having some issues with my boyfriend right now. We both have our dream jobs, except my boyfriend's job recently wants him to move. I love him to pieces, but I can't get myself to leave my position and make the move. Am I being selfish? No, you're not being selfish at all. Uh, a lot of people, I feel like just naively, if that's a word, uh, say that, oh, I would live anywhere for the person I love. I don't believe you. I don't think um, you would do that. Or if you would do that, I think that you internally would not be as happy as you could be and potentially have some resentment towards your significant other. So there's nothing wrong with feeling a little selfish and saying, I'm not sure if I want to move to where you want to go. Having said that, there has to be some compromise, which is what relationships are all about. So if this is truly in, an incredible opportunity for your boyfriend, maybe there's some way you could say, okay, I'll move for a little while, but we have to have some sort of five-year plan to either move back or figure out someplace that will both be happy. That's my advice. I what do you think, Leia? Oh, there's a lot. That was a lot oh. of words. I know. He was like right off the cuff, too. No, I agree with a lot of that, especially if you're saying that's your dream job and it's mm. his dream job. Like, why are you giving up your dream job for his dream job? Like, hmm. why isn't he giving up his dream job for your, you know what I mean? That's a really good so, point. Yeah. Like, yeah. give and take. I agree. You guys have to have like a five-year plan. Maybe see if there's some remote work that can be done. Try distance for a while. Like there's, there's ways 
to figure it out. Like I've seen people that are like, this is my dream job. I can't leave it. And they make distance work until they can figure out another option or their current job can move them to a better location. Like, yeah, I don't, I, uh, I also think it'd be selfish of the other person to expect that person to move with them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like selfishness goes both ways. You're yeah, sure. Maybe a little selfish for staying. I, I think you should stay, but it would be selfish of him to expect you to move with him just for his job. So it kind of goes both ways. Um, that being said, there was a question that I was about to ask. Oh, yeah. Do you guys have five-year plans? Because I definitely don't. I'm in the process of developing a five-year plan. So, <laughs> Jared, do you have a five-year plan? Uh, I have about a five-day plan, which is uh, survive. So yeah. that's, that's kinda... my thought process right now. You know, biz- business kid, uh, lots of things going on. New house. Um but a five-year plan, yeah, I guess I don't. Isn't it funny how you always, when you're single, you always think about like where you want to be in five years. And now I don't My know if it's because I'm in a relationship ask. or if I'm just older. Oh uh, yeah, and it's like, bro, do you honestly I literally got think asked I have that a on plan? a date? Like, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, did you really just ask me that? Is that a real That's, question? So it sounds like a business interview well, or something. Yeah, like a job interview. <laughs> I know. Attention, everybody out there, never ask on the first date, what's your five-year plan? Word I'm like, down. well, I know what my five-minute plan is, and that's to get the check. <laughs> hey, Jared, whenever you interview uh, prospective employees for Aubrey's, does it ever feel like you're on a date? Not like in the sense where there's like a romantic connection, but like the questions you ask, you know? Uh, well, first of all, it's Aubrey's. I always forget. I always forget. I'm so sorry. Anyway, secondly, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, in the beginning, I tried to be very professional when I was first interviewing people and making sure that I was asking specific questions. And, uh, you know, I would ask what their what they believe their biggest weakness is, uh, things of that nature to really try to, like, just stir up conversation. But now, as I've interviewed, you know, numerous, numerous people, for me, it's more of just sitting down and having a conversation with the person and really just getting to know them for about, you know, 15, 20 minutes, getting, uh, you know, an idea of what their personality is, what they're all about. You know, it's so hard to judge people's work ethic. Uh, I like, there's been, so there's been a couple people that I've hired and I'm like, I don't know if they're going to work out. And then they get here and they are just balls to the walls working nonstop, like just know what they're doing. There's certain people, especially if you worked in the hospitality industry, that just like get it. And it's crazy how I'm like, wow, I would never have thought that you would be the person just knocking things out of the park. And then there are other people who I'm like, oh, this person's great. So excited. And then it just doesn't work out. I'm like, oh, well, that was a big mistake. So it's, it's hard because, you know, you only talk to someone in an interview for like, you know, 20 minutes or so. And then it's like, okay, I feel pretty good about them. I'm going to move forward. Or, oh, well, I don't know if that went really well. And I don't think it's somebody we're looking for. You know, there's been a lot of interviews where like I don't dating. hire people afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It is like dating. It sounds just it like, like dating. dating. First date went great. You're awesome. I see I see a potential here. And then second date, never mind. I think the worst is when you go on a first date and you see no potential, but they do. And you're like, oh, no. Well, let's be honest. Of course, <laughs> they're going to see the potential, you know? Um, have you fired anyone ever? I know something tells me, Aliyah, that you've had many... Uh, well, uh, no, no, I haven't fired. Well, not from this job yet. 
I've had to fire people at previous jobs, but I haven't fired anybody here yet. Thank God. So it's been very good. We've had a, a good string of luck so far with employees. Okay. Nice. And uh, follow up question. Will you hire me? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Is that even a question? Do you know how much business you would bring in? Dean, <laughs> you're going to be my number one employee. Yeah. If, well, I, if I'm like a, a sports agent right now, if I'm like Drew Rosenhaus, you're like Gronk. You know what I mean? You're my number one priority, bro. <laughs> Whatever we, you need, I'm there. Could we do this um, where it's like, I don't have any set hours, but I'll, I'll like, we can tweet like five minutes before I show up for my shift. And then oh I might leave at any time during the shift. So it kind of like creates the stir and the... Uh, excitement not that people would be excited for me working at a coffee shop anyways but uh it's kind of like an art installation I think people you know? would be very excited but you know what i mean it's like a little art installation anyways you know what i oh, think you should probably go you ahead just... and call it quits for this episode uh, <laughs> dean is the art yeah because dean's about to take a job this. as a barista i'm moving i'm moving to providence i actually was looking at zillow and providence the other day and uh you can get some good deals out there Anyways, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Alea, big thank you, as always, for joining us here. Um, we're excited to keep talking with you and have you back later on. And hopefully, at that point, you're dating your boss's son. Oh, we'll actually wait. <laughs> never mind. Hopefully, it's six years from now and your boss's children have graduated from high school. And then you could be dating them. Otherwise, oh, man. Nope. Other, otherwise, please don't. Um, that was it was a little weird. Um, thanks to Lucy and Anonymous for emailing us. Please keep the emails rolling. I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. Keep them flowing. We love to see them. Um, and if you're around the Rhode Island area, please check out Audrey's with a with a D. Uh, best coffee in town. So go check them out. And uh, be sure to tune in on Thursday. We got a couple great guests coming up. It's uh, Alexis and Joyce from the TV show Five Guys a Week. They'll be joining us, so tune into that, where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations— Flatiron Plaza in New York City, in Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.